We celebrate the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant is our pastor, Father Otis, and he is assisted by Deacon Brian. We are mindful to check our cell phones that they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow the readings and the missalette, they're on page 86, fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And our opening is in the blue hymn book, number two, Sing Your Joy, Proclaim God's Glory, number two in the blue hymn book. Please stand as we begin this great celebration. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with, with your, your spirit. spirit. As we come together today, we celebrate God's gift of love for us in our Holy Eucharist and prepare ourselves to do so. We call to mind our sins and ask for God's mercy and forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ have, have mercy. mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying only on the hope of eternal grace, that we may defend it always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, in unity with the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne with a train of his garment filling the temple. Seraphim was stationed above. They cried one to the other, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory. At the sound of that cry, the frame of the door shook and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, I am doomed, for I am a man of unclean lips, living among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, holding an ember that he had taken with tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth with it and said, See, now that this has touched your lips, your wickedness is removed, your sin purged. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Here I am, I said, send me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. of your kindness and your truth, for you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me, you built up strength within of the earth shall give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, great is the glory of the Lord. 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I handed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 brothers at once, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. After that, he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one abnormally born, he appeared to me. Therefore, whether it be I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. The word of the Lord. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowds were pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and was washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out in deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at, his knee, at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of the fish they had just made seized him and all those with him, and likewise James and John, the son of Zebedee. 
who were, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. For now on you, from now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Is that somebody's phone ringing? Or is that just my ears ringing? I was about to say, would somebody just please answer that call? See, missed calls could be opportunities, or it could be something urgent. Or better yet, it could sometimes bring joy and reward. But what's really important is where the call is coming from. Now, in my case, it wasn't a phone call, it was an email. For a long time, I felt this strong tug at my heart, and it was a call to become a deacon. And I wasn't sure why, because I wasn't always that perfect angel. I know I stumbled and fell out of God's grace many times, so why was God calling me? I, I'm unworthy. So I kind of half-heartedly did a little research and read everything I could to find out just exactly who a deacon was, what they did, and what kind of information that I would need to get into formation. And meanwhile, the call was getting stronger and louder. Now, soon after that, I'd found an email of the director of deacons and I had emailed him and I requested some information on how to become a deacon in the Archdiocese of New Orleans. Several weeks went by and no answer. So I emailed many more times and nothing, no emails. So I took this as a sign as, well, maybe I wasn't being called after all. So I stopped listening. I didn't want to hear that call anymore. Maybe I was unworthy in God's eyes. Now, let's fast forward this and maybe seven years ahead. I was introduced at a retreat to a deacon and his wife, and we spoke about what I thought I was being called to, and the deacon told me, keep listening. Now fast forward another year, and I see the same deacon, and again, his wife, and she brings me something, and it's talking about how to inquire about becoming a deacon, and within three days, there's a packet in my mail, and I began the process. See, God uses other people as instruments sometimes to amplify his call to us. So I followed the Holy Spirit's lead on this one. What a, what a turn of events this turned out to be, especially when I least expected it but I still felt unworthy. But who am I to ignore God's call? Who is any of us to ignore God's call? But now I always wondered why the director never wrote me back. And when I found out why, well, it would be something that I would never forget. See, we're all called when we're least expecting it. And because of our busy lives and all this worldly clutter, we may miss that call. So now it's time to check 
the vol volume on our hearing because it may be mute. See, God doesn't call us always using these pyrotechnics or anything like that. Even Elijah thought that God's voice would be coming to him in rolling thunder or in earthquakes, but it wasn't. He heard God's voice in a gentle breeze. See, he had to listen very carefully as well. Well, as Christians, we are all called to work in God's vineyard. Have we heard and answered his call? In today's readings, God calls people to share in his work. We heard this in all three readings. Even though they all feel unworthy. See, God's grace enabled them to accomplish great things in their lives. Are there times when we feel that our past is so bad that we can never be called by Jesus to follow him? Do we feel unworthy of a vocation because of our weaknesses? Well, there's many people listed in the Bible that really felt the same way. In our first reading, Isaiah sees God's glory and is struck with awe. He's also filled with fear because he's a sinner. But God cleanses his sin, and Isaiah even volunteers to prophesy and preach to God's message to his people. In our gospel, Peter likewise experiences the power of God and recognizes that Jesus is holy, while he, Peter, is a sinner. And because of this, he feels unworthy to be in the presence of Jesus. Nonetheless, when Jesus calls him, Peter leaves behind literally everything, his business, his livelihood, and he follows him. Like Isaiah and Peter, we each have a vocation from God. Sometimes we feel intimidated by or unworthy of that vocation. Sometimes we're afraid that we don't have the right words to say to people. See, these stories of Isaiah and Peter show us that God gives us the grace necessary to do what we need to do and that we are all being called to do. We have never, we should never allow fear or our past sins to hold us back. And we must trust in the power of God's forgiving grace through our sacrament of confession and never look back at these sins. See, God's grace can accomplish anything in us if we are willing to cooperate with him and not let our pasts or our weaknesses fill us with fear. If we feel called by God to any ministry in the church, don't allow fear to hold us back because as long as we're willing to follow Jesus faithfully, it is Jesus' power and his grace that will be working in us when we minister to God's people. See, likewise, if we feel that we're called by God to reach out to the sick or the grieving or the incarcerated, answer that call. Don't worry about what we have to say, right? You know, whether they're the right words or, or anything like that, the wrong words. Sometimes it's our mere presence. It's our mere presence that is enough. Now, finally, in our second reading, St. Paul's letter shows us that not only does the Lord love us, but he desires to give us his grace so that we can labor in his church, serving those to whom we are all sent. In spite of Paul's sinful past, Christ's grace has enabled him to work harder than those who are more deserving of being called apostles. 
See, Paul's past didn't restrain him from serving the church. Rather, it filled him with gratitude of God's grace and with zeal to serve God's people. So like Isaiah, Paul, and Peter, we are all called by God each day to share in the divine work of love. No matter how unworthy or sinful we are, we should realize that in spite of our weaknesses, God's grace is sufficient for us. And we should share the gospel wherever we find ourselves. So our homework from now on until the day we close our eyes for the last time is to open up our hearts and listen closely, use all of our senses and hear God's call, but most of all, cooperate with God's call. It may be to a, a priestly or a, a diaconal or a consecrated life, or it can be a call to work in the vineyard of God by using our God-giving gifts, our talents, or our treasures even gifts that we may never have known we had. And remember, God uses others in his pursuit of us. See, God is persistent and will never stop, even when we think he has. As we receive Christ in the Eucharist today, it is in Jesus that we will have all the grace needed to follow God's call. See, trust in his grace to empower us for our mission. When I was about two years into formation, I asked the director's secretary why she thought the director of deacons had never answered my emails years earlier. She said, Brian, it wasn't anything you did. It was something that he didn't know. See, he was kind of old school and wasn't really techno technologically up there. He would even tell you, he would say, I don't even know how to turn on a computer, much less answer an email. So my conclusion to this was that God wasn't finished working on me. I still had training to do, gaining life experiences, and when he knew I was ready, he made his move in my life. Just because we all may feel a little unworthy at times, don't get, and we don't get that immediate personal invitation like the apostles did, continue to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit because he does call when we least expect it. But it's through our cooperation that makes it all possible. So please answer that call. Let us stand now as we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, life from light, true God, God, not me. Now things remain. First men for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified in a Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and sees the right hand of the Father he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds in the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is glorified and glorified. He has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism, forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting in God, let us present him with our needs and the needs of the world. And our response will be, Lord, hear our prayer. For our church, may the Holy Spirit strengthen and encourage her in her mission to extend God's mercy to all people. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all elected leaders of the world, may God graciously grant them fortitude and wisdom in their leadership roles. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the sick at home, in hospitals, or in nursing homes, that in moments of despair, they may know God's love and support. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For this community of faith gathered here, may the Lord strengthen and sustain us in all that we do. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Andre Blanchard and Tiffany Montreal, who will soon be celebrating the sacrament of marriage, that they may always have God's help, the support of family and friends, and the blessing of children. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died in the peace of Christ, especially Daryl Thomas Collins, Sr., that they may sing the praises of the Lord in the presence of the angels. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all whom this, for whom this Mass is being offered, and that is the St. Peter's parishioners. We pray to the Lord. Now please join us in saying our family prayer. Loving, Loving faithful, faithful God, God through the years the people of our archdiocese have appreciated the prayers and love of our Lady of Promsucker in times, times of war, disaster, and epidemic and illness. We, we come, come to you, Father, with, with Mary, Mary, our mother, and ask you to help you us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We employ give us your wisdom. Build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to the life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give, Give consolation to those who lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer and give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Our Lady of Promsagar, hasten to help us. Mother Henriette DeLille, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Amen. Please be seated. The second collection is for our maintenance and building fund. Thank you for your generous generosity and support in advance. The offertory can be found in the red hymn book, number 783, Here I Am, Lord, in the red hymn book, Number 783. Here 
the Lord of snow and rain. I have borne my people's pain. I have wept for love of them. They turn away. <clears throat> I will break their hearts of stone, them hearts for love alone. I will speak my word to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. the Lord of wind and flame. I will tend the poor and lame. I will set a feast for them. My hand will save. Finest bread I will Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you through vine working hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Let's be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be accepted to God, the Almighty Father and Lord. Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise of O Lord, our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, Grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your Lift up your hearts.
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, through his paschal mystery, he accomplished a marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of us, heaven and earth are full, full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. Through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and the work of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things, and you make them holy. And you never cease to gather people to yourself. So from the rising of the sun to gather your people to yourself. So from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. On the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to the disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come. Amen. 
Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ, may make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may attain an inheritance with your elect, especially the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Peter, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, Gregory, our Archbishop, his assisting bishops, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you gain for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you summon before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world to our departed brothers and sisters and do all we're pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom we bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the same's command and form our divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Grace and grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory of yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I, am I am not worthy that you should, should enter, enter under my roof, roof but only, only say, say the word, word and my soul shall be healed. Our song of praise during communion is in the red hymn book, number 591. Praise to you, O Christ our Savior, 591. The body of Christ. The body of The body of Christ. 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 Praise to you, O Christ, our Savior, word of the Of thine long the body of Christ. 
Let us pray. <laughs> o God, who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live that may one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit 
for the salvation of the world through Christ our Lord. Amen. This past week, I was on retreat with my brother priest from the archdiocese. You had an opportunity to spend some time with my brother priest to pray and to reflect during that time as well. I kept you in my prayers as well. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Saint Michael, Saint Michael the Archangel, the Venison Man. He had a prediction against the snares in the wickedness of them. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do our Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell, Satan and all the evil spirit who proud the world, singing the learned souls. Amen. In the red hymn book, number 584, Christ be our light, 584. Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people, life for the world to Make us your 